Welcome to Travels in the Mathematical World, a podcast from the Institute of Mathematics and its Applications, the IMA. This is episode 12. 12, the number of edges of a cube, is the first number that can be written as a product of its proper divisors in more than one way. Can you see them? This week on the podcast we hear from Terry Lyons of the University of Oxford, who talked to me about stochastic calculus. So I'm a mathematician. Um, my interest in my area is in stochastic analysis. It's quite a young area of mathematics. It didn't really exist before the beginning of the last century. Um, I guess it's an area in probability theory. It's interested in describing random events, particularly high-dimensional random events, systems that fluctuate randomly and developing new tools and methodologies which allow us to describe what's going on. There have been several breakthroughs in this area in the last 50-60 years. Um, one of them was by Dube, well, I suppose even before that, uh, perhaps the most fundamental breakthrough was by Kolmogorov, one of the leading figures of 20th century mathematics, uh, when he actually put probability theory in continuous space and continuous time into a part of rigorous mathematics. Um, it's quite remarkable how he did it because it looks unbelievably abstract, but in fact it's been a, a watershed which has allowed the subject to develop in leaps and bounds and rigorous precision ever since. I guess the other really major innovations that have come about were really those of Dube, who sadly died recently, and Ito, who's still alive, um, who were contributing, in fact, in the 40s and early 50s. Um, Dube developed a very pure mathematical construction called a martingale, which now is of importance, and I'll come back to that. Um, Ito developed what we now know as stochastic calculus and stochastic differential equations. Brownian motion is something most people have heard of and it represents a sort of randomly fluctuating particle without any sense of direction or purpose that moves around and fluctuates all over the place. It's a very rough sort of object. It has no natural smoothness if you draw it on any scale, it looks rather ugly, actually, and sort of jumps around and lurches. Um, but one would like to capture the fact that this pure, unbiased sort of noise is a source that can be used to explain many complex systems where there is indeed some systematic behavior mixed with noise. And the way one would have done that if they'd been nice smooth objects would be to use calculus and differential equations. But Ito made a huge breakthrough because he moved away from classical Newtonian calculus and proved that one could develop a calculus, develop a notion of differential equation which was rich enough to capture the fluctuations and behavior of Brownian motion and use it as an input in models for many other systems of a much more mixed variety. In doing so, uh, it provided new tools for understanding 
second order PDEs, but actually goes much further because it's possible easily to use probability theory to model diffusions in fractal, fractal environments like perme permeation of pollutants through soil or something like that, where PDEs don't really have a place because PDEs tend to model mean behavior. Not, when they can use them, they're fantastic because you can do numerical analysis much more easily, but they don't always have a place. The development of stochastic differential equations has had a huge effect on a, a huge number of areas, probably much more than people really realize. Um, for example, in engineering, you'd have never been able to land a man on the moon without understanding the fluctuations that were caused by the various objects hitting your satellite, or your rocket, I should say. Um, so they're very common in engineering, in understanding anything where there's noise. But probably today the most important application from the human perspective is the financial sector, where such insights as come from stochastic calculus are utterly crucial to understanding these at the moment, apparently, slightly unpopular topics like derivatives and things, but in general, these are not things that um, one should get emotional about because they're clearly deep and powerful insights into the way that the world works. I mean, there was a very famous observation by Merton Black and Scholes, which got them the Nobel Prize in economics some years ago, but it's a really fundamental observation that there are certain kinds of financial risk that you can insure and you can hedge against. Um, and this has transformed the financial world generally to everybody's benefit, even if from time to time people get carried away. Um, so the financial sector has proved a huge consumer of modern stochastic analysis and indeed has caused some very significant innovations in that area. It's, just, it's interesting to me because it's the first time I have ever really seen industrialized mathematics where you may have 200 people working developing mathematical models and um, fitting them together and using the pieces cooperatively. Uh, this is a challenge in terms of software as well as in terms of uh, pure mathematics. You need ways to integrate different mathematicians' ideas in effective computational ways. It also led to many new numerical problems because in the real world of finance people actually need to do real world calculations. They need to assess the risk of complex high dimensional systems every night. And always get it as right as they should, but uh, nonetheless they need to and do systematically try to analyse the risks that are involved in what they're taking on. Um, and this involved very heavy computation of high dimensional PDEs and high dimensional stochastic systems. And so this is an area, in my view, of very exciting innovation at the moment, how you take real-world high-dimensional problems and find good, tractable, low-dimensional approximations to them that you can actually develop and understand on a computer. But stochastic calculus is a very wide application. There are many, many systems which are high-dimensional, have stochastic components to them that are important and cannot be ignored, and 
where one would like to develop powerful tools to analyse them as best one can. Of course, one does not always succeed. I mean, the modern biological community is surely another example of this. My own personal research at the moment is largely concerned with extending Ito's ideas uh, and developing a modern stochastic calculus, or just a calculus, that will allow one, or that does allow one, to express the interaction between complex oscillatory systems in a concise way. Um, this is actually, I think, a, a fairly central problem for the coming millennium in a way. I mean, we're all going to see increasing, vastly increasing amounts of data flow, huge amounts of information available to us. We understand very well that these different systems interact, but we need systematic mathematical ways to describe uh, these interactions. And my research is about trying to provide a systematic understanding of how one captures from a top-down perspective the information in data streams that is critical to the way it interacts with other data streams. And to some extent, we've been quite successful in this in a wide set of mathematical directions. Okay, I hope you enjoyed listening to that. Find out more about the podcast by checking out the show notes and get all your friends listening by sending them to www.travelsinamathematicalworld.co.uk. Thank you for listening.